Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Football season is in full swing. Now's the time to check out all that DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has to offer. To celebrate the showdown in Happy Valley, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when placing a bet on either Ohio State or Penn State. Additionally, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up. Pick either Penn State or Ohio State, bet $1 on them, and cash $100 if they win. That's code MHS during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. She invited all the friends and I'm buying all the rounds and they're all dolled up. DJ, please don't let me down. When you gonna play that song? When you gonna earn that pay? Welcome back, Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason, watch us, milehighsports.com. You can reach us. Granite Liquidators Twitter feed, at Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman. Go to graniteliquidators.com. Want to tell you about best deal in town in Englewood? I'm looking at my MacBook Pro right now. I got it for $850, but it's far more than price, even though I got everything that I wanted. Had a terabyte. Love that. i7 processor, super fast as well. I also like to buy things that are refurbished because the environment is important to me. When I buy a car, I don't mind buying something pre-owned. That doesn't bother me at all. But there's a difference between used and something that is pre-owned certified. That's what a refurbished computer is. It is pre-owned certified as opposed to just buying somebody else's computer and it's not really refurbished, it's just used. That's all it is. That's why it's important for me to get something that is refurbished, that is good for the environment, and I also got a great price. So if it's computers, TVs, or any type of electronics, got a best deal in town. You can find them again in Englewood or go to bestdealdenver.com. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Advanced Tax Solutions. If the IRS is coming after you for back taxes, you need to work with Advanced Tax Solutions. Find them at advancedtaxsolutions.com. 
All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in Doug Ottawell. He is the managing editor of Mile High Sports Magazine. How are you, Doug? What's up, Doug? What's up, Eric? How are you guys? Good. Provocative column today. Here's the headline. Quarterback, coach, owner, why the Broncos aren't beating the Chiefs anytime soon. I mean, I think if you listen to Sports Talk Radio today, people are going to point the finger at Locke. People are going to point the finger at Shermer and find people to point the finger at. But at the end of the day, are you suggesting we take the team picture and point all of our fingers at that? Yeah, I, I mean, I think what you have to do is you have to look at you know history. And when, when the Broncos have a good quarterback, a good coach, and, you know, during the Mr. B era, I mean, things went pretty well. I mean, you know, you're not going to beat any team all the time, but you're always competitive. And I even think if you have two out of the three of those, you know, for for a lot of the years, Peyton Manning era, you know, Mr. B wasn't a part of the daily equation, but they had a really good coach and a really good quarterback. So I think that you got to kind of have all those things. And when you look at a team that's beaten you 10 times in a row, you, you start to look at and say, we don't have any of those things. Well, let's kind of focus. The interesting thing, maybe the most provocative one in the big picture, is the ownership issue. Because right now, of course, the team is is run by the Pat Bowen Trust. Uh, doesn't have a, an, a defined owner per se. How would things be different if there were an owner? I mean, you just take Pat Bowen for example. Pat Bowen, after the 2008 season, he fired his quote unquote coach for life, Mike Shanahan. How would things right. be different if they'd run off three consecutive? losing seasons on Pat Bowen's watched. Oh, I think there's no doubt that, that Mr. Bowen wouldn't really allow for this. I mean, and that, you know, that's the best example I can think of. I mean, Mike Shanahan was one of his best friends. And like you said, quote unquote, coach for life. Um, Josh McDaniels had an even shorter leash. Both of those guys had been given essentially the GM role as well. So I think that that, you know, I don't mean to beat around the bush, but I think you, you'd have to lump Elway into the equation too. And you, you know, if you're Mr. B, as good a friend as he was, and as much um, you know joy Mike Shanahan brought Mr. B, I think that it was had to be hard for him to fire him, but he did it because it, to him the Broncos weren't meeting the standard. And I think to say that they've been anywhere close to the standard lately would be a, a, a stretch. Vic Fangio met the media today, and he said a lot of interesting things. One of them was, and I'm paraphrasing here, we need to retool our entire passing game. Now, let's think about this logically. Vic Fangio is saying this after he used a second-round pick on Drew Locke, a second-round pick on, or a first-round pick on Noah Fant, a second-round pick on K.J. Hamler, a first-round pick on Jerry Judy. With that... What the hell is going on that what every all of the resources that that Elway had in the draft, he pours towards this. What do you think he's looking at Vic Fangio and saying, and the same thing to Pat Shermer? Yeah, and, I, and that's a that's a great question. I mean, I think all of us, all three of us have said, boy, it seems like the Broncos have a lot of talent on offense. And, and I really do think that. You know, I, I would say that KJ Hamler's not ready to be a, a big time player, not yet anyway. Um, Jerry Judy shows signs, but he hasn't. You know, he's not a a, a seasoned veteran that's got all the tools that he has yet. Um, and, you know, obviously there's a Cortland Sutton situation, but 
I don't know. I mean, you know, it's one of two things. Your coaching staff isn't using the talent you've assembled correctly or the talent that you thought you had really isn't all that talented. And I, I actually think it's a combination of both. I mean, I think Pat Shermer's game plans have been, you know, less than inspiring. But I also think that, you know, you can't tell me, oh, well, we gave you a K.J. Hamler and then, you know, pin that on the coaching staff either. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, they, they've let a lot of guys go, too. I mean, and, and I'm not saying that Demarius Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders were in their prime by any means, but... You know, when those guys, when it's time for them to even start thinking about contracts, they're out the door. Um, so, you know, you lack experience. I think there is talent there, but I, I think that there's, there's like, next to nothing when it comes to, to actual NFL experience on the offense. When there isn't that experience and when the losses accumulate, do you feel like there's a losing culture? And if so, how does that manifest itself on game days? You know, I don't. I really don't feel like there's a losing culture there. And I think you go back to, it's funny we say this, but Garrett Bowles, I mean, him kind of stepping up to the podium and saying, hey, look, we're neck and neck, which none of us agree with. But I, I like the way that he stood up for his team and said, we're, you know, we're close. I think you look at a guy like Justin Simmons and he's saying, hey, we're, it's all self-inflicted. I just don't think there's a losing culture. I mean, the fact that Bradley Chubb got mad and, and came over and, you know, really got into it with his teammates and the fact that, you know, they're, they're taking 15 yarders at the end of a game, while not smart, it shows me that there's a passion. It shows me that these guys want to win. They're, they're certainly not quitting. Um, I, I, I never get that sense. And I haven't got that sense with, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily think Vic Fangio's lost his locker room by any means either. So it's, it's hard to, to pinpoint. I just, you know, the, the offense, I guess, obviously is the big thing. But then you look at special teams and you go, well, that, that's kind of head coaching. If your special teams aren't good, I think that tends to fall on the head coach. So it's just it's such a, a combination of things, you know, a, a lack of experience, maybe a lack of talent, uh, a head coach that hasn't proven himself and certainly hasn't figured out how to, uh, you know, run an offense. I know that's not Vic Fangio's thing, but, you know, he's certainly not making any changes or making Pat Shermer make any changes, at least that we can – you know, visibly detect. We were talking with Doug Ottawa, managing editor of Mile High Sports Magazine. Well, every every name you just rattled off, you know who they all tie into? John Elway. Sure, John Elway. Yeah, John, I mean, he's so the guy so let me ask you something. With the lack of ownership situation, we know who owns the team, but it's in a trust and it's run by Joe Ellis. And listen, whether you like the work that Joe Ellis has done or not is irrelevant. But do you think, for lack of a better phrase, that he really doesn't, he has the power for sure, but do you really think he has the chutzpah to say, John, I, I know what we did with Peyton Manning, but the last five years have been dreadful. You've hired lots of head coaches, lots of coordinators. You've had lots of drafts, and yes, your drafts have gotten better. You've had lots of cracks at free agency, and we just blew a game at home to the Kansas City Chiefs in which Patrick Mahomes had one of his worst games statistically and we still gave up 43 points. No, I don't. And, and I don't, you know, I don't think that that's necessarily a knock on Joe Ellis. It's that you're you're dealing with a name that's bigger than your own. I mean, John Elway, 
is in the grand scheme of things in Denver, one of the, the biggest there ever will be. And Joe Ellis, while a very good guy and a very competent guy, yep. he's not, he doesn't have that level of cachet just in terms of his name. Now, that's where I'm saying if, if you have an owner, as, as, as much as everybody loves John Elway, everybody loves Mr. B. And I think Mr. B has the ability, had the ability to say, look, nothing is bigger than this brand. Nothing is bigger than um, the reputation or the success of this brand, and not even John Elway. And I, I think John Elway is a guy that, based on what he did early on as an executive, I mean, two Super Bowls, one that he that, that he won, um, some great free agent signings. I mean, he he bought himself some credit. But I think if you take the Mike Standard sort of you know, bar of measurement and say, hey, three seasons and, and we didn't get it done and, and you made a mistake with whether it was you made a mistake with Cutler or Cutler isn't winning or whatever. I mean, three seasons, that's it. And Mike Shanahan had the same, you know, he brought two Super Bowls to Denver just like John Elway has as as an executive. And I think, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things where Mr. B is quote-unquote big enough to make a decision like that. And I think Joe Ellis um, would be hard pressed to, and I don't blame Joe Ellis for that. I think that's the, that's the difference between being the actual owner and someone who's running the ship. So they're two and four right now. If they, if they can't get above, they can't get to 500 this year. It's four consecutive losing seasons. And you know, you've mentioned it. I've mentioned it with Mike Shanahan. He got, they went 24 and 24 in Shanahan's last three years. And he got fired. The Broncos, they are 20 and 34 since the start of the 2017 season. So what's the what do you think the temperature of the fan base is going to be if the Broncos have a fourth straight losing season but nothing changes at the top? Well, I think fans are definitely getting, you know, <laughs> frustrated, impatient, you know, whatever word you want to use. I, I think I do think there's a difference between fans in the early 2000s and fans right now. I just think, in general, Denver is a different place. It, the, the, the amount of season ticket holders that are the same, you know, game in, game out, that are attending, it's different than what it is right now. Um, I think that there is a little bit more leniency just because it's a different place than it was back in the 90s and the early 2000s. But I definitely think that fans are not pleased and, and and it, look, eventually everybody's going to point the finger somewhere. And you can only fire your coach so many times, especially when, you know, there's been a lot of good coaches hired between the time that Vance Joseph was brought in and, uh, and now. I mean, there's, you know, essentially, and I'm not saying that Vic Fangio is a bad coach, not yet. I think it's fair to give him a little bit more time. But I don't think that, you know, we certainly haven't hit any home runs here in Denver with the last couple of hires. Um, and so I think that eventually it's hard to say, well, we need a new quarterback. Well, we need a new coach. Well, we don't have enough talent on offense. Eventually, as Eric pointed out a minute ago, it always comes back to the same person. It's, it's, it's who's assembling it. And when you had a Mike Shanahan situation, it was kind of like the old Bill Parcells thing. He's buying the groceries and he's cooking the dinner. Now you've got, you know, someone that's that's buying the groceries and someone else is cooking the dinner, but it's not working either way. And I think eventually you, you do realize, well, the guy that's, that's hiring, you know, the quote-unquote cook 
is the same guy, and it's John Elway. And and you hate to say that, but it just it hasn't been good lately. And there's no real other way to put it. Doug, thanks so much for your time. Want to read Doug Ottawell? Do it on MileHighSports.com, or you could do it in Mile High Sports Magazine. Thanks, my friend. Really appreciate your time. Great column today. Thank you, guys. Take care. All right, coming up after the break, a lot of talk about the offensive play calling again. Is it more Shermer? Is it more Locke? Would you call it 50-50? We'll talk about it next. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.